continuing coverage of You Decide 2020. Duval County now at over 38% voter turnout following the first full week of in-person voting. Overall, Democrats outpacing the GOP 48 to 36%. Duval School Superintendent Dr. Diana Green is with me. And one of the questions on the ballot, though it is not on the first page, is the half-cent sales tax question for infrastructure and for security and for needed improvements. Are you hopeful, based on where we're at with turnout, that uh, the people who are voting now will support this overall? I'm hopeful that we have presented uh, a a real good reason to support the referendum. However, as the superintendent, I can't tell people how to vote. I can only educate our community about the needs. Duval County has the oldest schools in the state of Florida. We've lost funding over the last uh, 10 to 15 years as it relates to capital funding through our millage. And it used to be in 2008, our millage was at 2.0. Today it is at 1.5, which is over a period of time, a loss of over $300 million to support capital needs. Has COVID impacted the schools to the point where going forward, there's even more need on the infrastructure and I'm thinking things like ventilation and upgrades that need to be made to HVAC units. And does that factor in at all to this and the future needs? Well, COVID doesn't improve our uh, situation. We would need these upgrades regardless of whether COVID happened or not. COVID just makes it more um, of a, situation that we need to upgrade our HVAC systems as quickly as possible. Uh, But I want to say that our maintenance department has just been phenomenal. Uh, Our HVAC systems, if we need a major part, it has to be custom made. And our maintenance department has been able to keep our systems running, able to keep our systems at a level that we are confident that our students are safe, our staff are safe in our schools, but it will reach a point where we can't keep uh, patching it, if you will. We will need to replace these systems as well as other things uh, on our school campuses. I would imagine you don't want to think defeat, but in the event that voters do not support this ultimately, what is the plan and how is that plan developing now? The plan, if if things don't go our direction, the plan is that we will have to continue uh, addressing the major needs first. Priorities, it's the systems that go down, those become the priorities. Things that are just uh, the ability to improve will get pushed uh, later and later in the outward years. It will become that we will have to be more reactive than we currently already are and that we'll have to just keep reacting. And if it's broken, we'll fix it. But schools that need uh, upgrading, schools that need, uh, that are low population and um, the efficiency is not as effective, we will do consolidations. But our goal was to consolidate into new schools, not into um, just less older schools. You can see a lot more about uh, the need at uh, the Duval County Schools uh, website uh, where you uh, lay out uh, the plan. There are photos. You can see kind of the state of some of the buildings. Uh, Is there an overwhelming uh, theme of questions that you personally have received about the issue? And uh, how are you addressing that? Uh, I think the number one question I get is how do we know the funding is going to be utilized for what your uh, the referendum states it will be utilized? 
and it's very important for our citizens to know that there will be an oversight committee, a citizens oversight committee that will be chosen or appointed by the school board. That committee's job will be to hold us accountable to what we indicated we were going to spend the money on. And if you go to our website, ourduvalschools.org, it, it shares all the projects, individual schools. You can see what's happening for your child's school, uh, it, as well as a timeline. And that oversight committee will, will be there to ensure that that's, we're, we're keeping our commitment. Speaking with Duval County School Superintendent Dr. Diana Green, and we mentioned COVID earlier over the last week or so, decisions had to be made at uh, Douglas Anderson and at Fletcher after clusters of coronavirus cases this week. Those schools will ultimately make their decision about whether return to in-campus learning. Uh, has anything changed uh, from over the weekend to your knowledge, either with new cases or have we seen a recession of cases? Over the weekend, we've not seen new cases at either of these two schools, and they are slated to uh, reopen on their last date of quarantine, I believe uh, October 29th and October 30th, the 30th for Douglas Anderson and the 29th for Fletcher High School. Has this process been as you had expected it would have been like three months ago as you were planning for the back to school, that there would be these school decisions, school-based decisions based on things that were happening, whether they were in the classrooms or in this case, it would appear out of the classroom? Well, we prepared during the summer. We worked with our medical advisory committee. They gave us great advice on creating a matrix on, on the decision tree, what closes down the classroom, what closes down the school, and we followed that matrix. Both schools were over 20% impact, and that matrix indicated we should close the school for 14 days. And uh, so I'm very thankful for the partnership we have with the Department of Health uh, medical community that has given us advice, and we've tried very hard to um, maintain following that advice and following our uh, strategies and our protocols that we have in place. And I want to encourage our students to continue following those protocols. They wear their masks, they wash their hands, they do all of this at school, but we need them to continue doing this when they're not at school. As Sandalwood saw a cluster of cases, but not to that threshold that would have necessitated uh, closing uh, the school building. Has there been any change with Sandalwood cases, to your knowledge? Over the weekend, we've not had any new cases from any of the schools that you've mentioned. Uh, again, uh, keeping the spread down means following those same protocols that you do so well at school. We need you to do those same things when you're away from school. Yeah, we'll uh, be uh, unpacking a lot more over the coming eight days as early voting continues. The half-cent sales tax, big question up in Duval County. And don't forget also in Clay County for uh, for registered voters. And we'll have a chance to hopefully speak with you on election night. Uh, Duval School Superintendent Dr. Diana Green, thank you for the time. And if you have any questions about uh, uh, that half-cent sales tax millage request from the Duval County Schools, you can head to the Duval Schools website and they've laid out uh, all of the information and kind of a state of the school buildings right now. That's on the Duval County School site.